0: Real talk, live it right the execution, real walk. And stay cool, stay cool, cause it's hot outside and get your body outline and jar. I left the institution, real talk. live Living right the execution, real walk. And stay cool, stay cool, cause it's hot outside, and get your body outline and uh. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to House to House Podcast, where we advance our father's kingdom one house at a time. This is Amadi, and we're in here with Ragu. We have a special guest with us this week. Uh, But as always, you can uh, ingest our wonderful podcast. We are on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts and iTunes, um, Google Play and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, And Ragu's favorite (laughs) I was like don't forget Don't forget Ragu's favorite platform Oh we're also on SoundCloud But we're on Ragu's favorite platform Podomatic Podomatic So go check us out Um, We also have a Facebook group House to House you want to jump in Chime in um, Get into the discussion um, Throw some shots Whatever You know we're 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 game for all of that Um, You know hopefully we, we have the answers But if not we'll go to those who do have the answers So um, but we do have a special guest with us a Dear brother a Great friend from the wonderful city of brotherly love Formerly of Chocolate City But yeah. now of the city of Bur- <laughs> uh, Bert Gilliam is with us Hey Bert say hello to the peoples
1: Thank you Amadi. It's good to be with you and Ragu Always a pleasure I'm always Chocolate City at heart Even though I'm <laughs> transplant So
0: don't ever forget that <laughs> This is wonderful, because Bert has actually converted his wife. Because when we were up there, she was rocking all that Redskins gear and everything. And I was like, (laughs) man... This hey, brother man. has laid down serious doctrine. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have
1: a holy household, man. You can't be running around, you know, changing up uh, your allegiances. <laughs> at, at them. Come on, this is a, this is about relationships. I need to make sure she come under my covering. <laughs> not, not being a, a household out of, in disorder with a yeah. woman yeah. running things. Because a house
0: divided will not stand. There <laughs> it is. There you Those go, Brother's Living out the scriptures right there. Okay, I like that. So, yeah, so we're just going to keep going with the uh, conversation. I, I thought it was pertinent to have Bert on because, you know, where we've been over the last, I guess now it's probably been the last couple of months yeah. since we're, you know, we're doing these things a little sporadically. Um, and this will probably be the last podcast of 2018. I know we're coming up on the end of the year. So just want to say Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone who's listening. Happy New Year. Um, whatever it is that you celebrate, just wanted to send it uh you know, send you some some good vibes and say, um, you know, have a healthy twenty nineteen okay. when we see you. Again, thank you for supporting the podcast over these uh Ragu just confirmed it for these last eight months. <laughs> yeah. So um we're we're coming into the new year. So just wanted to send that out to everybody and say thank you all again for supporting us. But with that being said, so we just want to continue the conversation about relationships. And, you know, like I said, I I thought it was really good to uh, have Bert on because, you know, he and I really been building a good relationship over the past year or so. Um, He and I and his wife and my wife has really just been um, building a good relationship. And one of the things we were just chatting about before we started to record was uh, removing the pretense when you really enter into a relationship with uh, with someone, you know, kind of growing up and even just as an adult, you know, you just see people and you're like, me and that person, I think we would be really we, we have a lot in common. I should I should mm-hmm. hang out with that person, but certain things would restrain you from saying something, right? You'd be like, I don't want to look like a sucker or look like a loser. <laughs> right? And I you know I, I can actually recall someone and this was, you know, for me, I had that happen to me. You know, I remember mm-hmm. I was when I was in college. I I you know, for those listening, I actually became a Christian in college. Um I met the Lord my, my freshman year. So you, you get to hanging out with Christians and doing Christian stuff, stuff that I didn't do before. And so I think it was either my junior or senior year. Brother came to me and he was like, man, Ahmad, I really want to talk to you. And I was like, oh man, what's going on? I'm thinking some kind of deep prayer request. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, we, we need to talk. So I went over to this place and he was like, man, we, we really need to be friends. Like that was the discussion. I was like, <laughs> really? <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, We, he's like, I, I really see you as, as as, one of my best friends, and so we we really should be, be like, he wanted to make it official. <laughs> I thought that that was so weird, and I was kind of like, this is weird. Because that's like, not a norm, right? That's not a norm, like, like yeah. you know, but when you think about it, how did you become friends with the people that you're friends with? You just, it just, just hang you know, out. You know, you just, just kind of just... hang out, but... I right. think it's good sometimes to have an official, you know, uh, officiality. Is that a word? Officiality? I don't know. Declaring yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, Christians, we love to we declare, declare and decree. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought that that was weird at the time. Now, I mean, I'm 19, 20 years old. I forget how, how old I was at the time, but it just seemed weird. But now reflecting back on it, I'm, I, I reflect back on it with fondness. I'm like, yeah, that that, mm-hmm. that, that was a good mark in the spirit. Um, mm. to say, no, you know what, we are, we're going to cement our friendship almost like David and Jonathan, yep. like we are going to cement this relationship. Like I am I am officially saying that I want to enter into a level of covenant with you, essentially is what right. it is. Right. Um, and I think as Christians, we should do that more. You know, Amadi, you bring it up a good
1: point because it's it needs to be more formal and proactive instead of just what we like to use the word organic. Oh, we have a lot in common, so we'll just hang out automatically, we have these pretense in our head, as you talked about, as to how we engage. And we never really t- stop to think about, well, wait a minute, why are we putting barriers in the way of actually, you know, common common things that we, we have with each other? Just to say, like you said, in your in your history, the brother said, we need to talk. He made a decree, and he followed up on that decree. And he said, okay, I'm going to make sure I at least put it out there, good, bad, or indifferent, I'm going to put it out there. And you responded in kind, so...
0: You know I think that that and it's it's almost like when the Lord met some of the disciples like, hey you, you need to stop what you're doing and follow me he didn't just kind of walk around with it like we we make this thing like it was really haphazard with Jesus mm-hmm. Like he was just kind of yeah. just strolling around he's like, no no he said like, you need to stop what you're doing and you need to come on and follow me and do what I'm doing that's a sit like he there's like a line in the sand he drew yeah. and was mm-hmm. like stop. Right now, put it all down. Even the brothers like, oh yeah, let me go bury my father. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Let the dead bury the dead. the dead. You need to stop everything and come follow me. So there's a a little bit of you know, like I said, officiality is my word of the day.
1: There we go. Yeah, I do. I, I agree with that. Um, and I think for me personally, it's one of those things where um, a few years ago, when when Rose and Dana. Moved to Texas, uh, you had always been on my heart because we had kind of I'm out of you, you know. We had kind of had these loosely translated meetings whenever Sam came into town, or whenever Doug came into town, or whenever Dana called it called um, on the region for people to come together. We had these touch points, and we kind of brushed up against each other. But the Lord had always used that to say, you know what? This is one that you're gonna you're gonna um, build a deeper relationship with. And Raquel, you're you're now in that in that in that uh, fold too, where the Lord mm-hmm. is like, sh- the Lord is showing me who you're going to have these strong ties with in the region, and it was uh, upon pressed upon me to make sure that I take at least a step to say, when Rose and Dana um, went to Texas i for you. I said, you know what? Whenever you want me to come down, I'll come down. Anytime you want to see me, I'll I'll make I'll make I'll make way to do that. And sometimes, you know, you have to do coordinating the schedules and stuff like that. But it's about the persistence and the perseverance of keeping that keeping that commitment.
2: No, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I, I had a very st- a strange relationship where a brother that I knew from college, actually both Eastern Shore and UMBC, and. He would always just sporadically reach out to me and they would just be so awkward because he would be trying to give me prophetic words and things. (laughs) But there was no actual connection. And so I was like, dude, you need to just stop. I had to literally call him one time. I was like, please stop. Wow. Because we don't have a relationship. We don't have the relationship. So please stop. You know, I appreciate the prayers. But, you know, if you really want to try to build something, then we need to actually still meet up face to face and try to start communicating that's good Mm -hmm.
0: and and that's a really good point because we'll try to jump to all these extra things without doing the things first like hey are you do you want to build you know you want to build a relationship and then as we're building if the Lord drops things in your heart about me and you're like hey man I was really thinking about you and I really feel like oh okay thank you but I know that you care about me and you're not like this (laughs) drive-by prophet you know just open up the window (laughs) 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 <laughs> and you know, and you keep going. Nah, that's a, that's a really good point. Dude. You know,
1: is the the point that you bring up, Raghu, is the agenda was about him, not about you. And if we're going to build a relationship, it's always about making sure you you're you're taking the time to get to know someone before you start just trying to, you know, have any type of uh, influence or authority or anything into their lives because it's 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 disingenuous it's not authentic and i think for me the aut- authenticity of the relationship only lends itself for when you have that drive by i can i can take it then uh-huh. but it <laughs> but if if you don't do the yoke with the brother or do the yeoman's work you know you're in the, you're in the field together working along side by side you're never going to have that that uh authenticity is the word i'm using yeah.
0: And I I, I like what you just said there, Bert, about authority, because essentially if I call someone and say I have a word for you or I'm telling you something, whatever, I'm trying to gain authority. Because if if you're going to take that and apply it to your life, I now have authority because I've literally have changed some things that you do. So, no, that's Mm -hmm. I think that's very important that if the person doesn't know that they care, that you care about them, why are you trying to consistently? We're not talking about a one off thing every every once in a while. There may be something spontaneous. Agreed. But if it's something consistent where you're constantly trying to gain access um, to a person's life without first showing yourself you know, friendly. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that's kind of out of order,
2: right?
0: There's actually a a passage of scripture that I just wanted to take a look at. Um, and and it's a very obscure passage. It's not one that, you know, where it it, it, it doesn't put butts in seats on Sunday morning. So it's, 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 (laughs) it's, it's usually not mentioned, but it's, it's very near and dear to me because, um, Again, just one of the things I've been doing recently. Anybody who gives me a minute to listen, I'll tell him I've been studying Barnabas recently. Mm. And um one of the things that you that um that I, I noted about him is his interest in Paul when Paul first became a believer. You know, and and I'm I'm me personally, I'm coming to some conclusions about his relationship with Paul. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, But in Acts 11, this is after persecution had come to Jerusalem and the disciples were scattered all over. So Paul retreats back to his hometown of Tarsus, Saul of Mm -hmm. Tarsus, if you know his history. Saul is from Tarsus. So after the persecution had come to Jerusalem, um, uh, Barnabas went back to Antioch and Paul went to Tarsus. But then it says that um, in verse 25 of Acts 11, it says, Barnabas departed for Tarsus to go look for Saul. And when he found him, he brought him back to Antioch. And for a year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church, taught significant number of people. And it was in Antioch the disciples were first called Christians. I thought that that was powerful because it's clear Barnabas had started a work in Antioch. He says, let me go back and get this brother who fled, right? Persecution. This wasn't God has called me to Tarsus. Just like Peter and those preserve guys. Preserve his life. Yeah. Remember what mm-hmm. Peter and those guys did when Christ was crucified? He said, you know what? Let me go on back fishing. I'm going to go back to what I know. Yeah. Paul does the same thing. So Paul does the same thing here. I don't know if it was Saul or Paul. It's kind of, you know, whatever. But this guy, Mr. Mister Mister from Tarsus, <laughs> he goes back to his hometown To preserve his life, and Barnabas says, No, God has something greater in store for this man. Let me go find him. I thought, like, Mm -hmm. for me, that's very powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now you can imagine what he had to say to him um, to get him to leave. To convince him. He had to clearly show he had some care. Yeah. This is the the point about showing the care. Like, listen, brother, I came up here to find you. Because this is before we think 2018. How do you go in in antiquity? Think about it. How do you go to a town you're not from and find somebody, pre-internet, pre-telephone, pre anything?
2: You were talking to a lot of people. You're talking to a lot of people. And first of all, I don't know what the distance is between Antioch and Tarsus, <laughs> whatever the travel time is. He's on horseback or he's on foot, Right, or right. camel or, or something. donkey. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, just like put like get that picture in your mind. So, but he probably gets on a boat, but it, it could okay. possibly have been by boat. But right. there was probably some walking involved, and there was probably some horse or some camel in, involved in that. But it was probably an arduous trip to go to a town you're not familiar with to find a guy. Right? How many <laughs> saws were there? Think about. I mean, we have right, to really like, frame
2: this. You know. Like looking for hey, do you know uh, the Saul from Tarsus, <laughs> <laughs> which <Right>. one? <laughs> you have a last name, right? <laughs> right.
0: It's like yeah, going to a town. You know, I'm trying to find the Bert from Philly. The one guy named Bert in Philly. <laughs> good luck with that, right? You know, right. good luck with that. Uh-huh. I think, but but that just shows for me it it, it showed his level of dedication um, to the At relationship least. to the building because th- this is in the beginnings of their relationship. Mm-hmm. This is not you know Barnabas and, and Paul doing missionary Out work. On work. They yeah. hadn't gotten no. there yet. This is before that. Um, it just shows his dedication, Barnabas in particular. It shows his dedication to mm-hmm. A, to the house of God, because remember, Barnabas is one of the rich men who sold his land and right. laid it at, at the feet of the apostles in Jerusalem. That's so right. Barnabas was dedicated to the kingdom of God, and he was also specifically, I think, dedicated to this particular relationship, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. um, which
0: for me, that it, it just speaks volumes. It, it's, it's very powerful.
1: You know, one of the things, and this is just from um, reading through the scriptures, that uh, whenever you see a man full of God or you're talking about any of the patriarchs that came before us it's predicated on the relationship they have with the father and Barnabas acting upon his acting upon the relationship of with the father said you know what I need to go to Tarsus to see Paul it, it's not something that he just kind of invented in his own head it, it was impressed upon him and Saul was laid before boniface in in the spirit and said you know what this is someone i need to connect with and i'm going to follow what my father has put in in front of me and given me as this relationship and i'm going to walk that out to whatever the inevitable conclusion was which we already know that that conclusion but it's about listening to listening for the father's voice and saying it's not about having things in common because we can have a lot of things in common Amadi, we can you know, we, we can have uh, you know, NBA basketball. We can have we can have a lot of task or activity based mm-hmm. things in common. But if we really listen to the father, that's what what's going on with the three of us right now. It's not about you know just hanging out it's about actually like you said you know the the officiality of actually engaging in working together in this kingdom and yeah, that's yeah. what that's where i i see how drawing the drawing the the same heart that barnabas had for for saul how we are really you know continuing thing, that legacy today by making sure that we make sh- we take the time out and slow our lives down and make those those official connections
2: oh yeah oh yeah and i what i actually like about the scripture that you brought out amadi is the fact that you know barnabas actually took the time to get to know paul further throughout an entire year
0: yeah this wasn't a quick again this, is, this is not microwave yeah no
2: yeah. this is this took some time to build up to where then they can be sent out together and go to uh Corinth, or right. all these other places, to actually, uh, you know, build up the the kingdom. No, that's exactly right. I, I think
0: that um, Paul, you know, again to to get him because if he's in a mode to preserve himself and kind of run from persecution, which you know, I'm, I'm not downing him. I'm just saying that that was mm-hmm. the reality of the time. Um, and for for Barnabas to come and to essentially convince him to to come from Tarsus to Antioch with him and continue to build the work in which the Lord was doing there. um, I think that it, it took some care and he had to be willing to devote the time, right? You, you can't tell this guy to uproot himself, you know, from a place he's familiar to come to a place. If you, if you are not willing to invest the time that it would take um, to teach and instruct and train and be an example, I think that that was, you know, very, very important. Um, for someone like, someone like Paul, because this is where, um, you know, I think the, the other part where we have to kind of get into is understanding that all relationships are different. Right. Mm -hmm. And as we become, you know, dedicated to each individual relationship and we don't have to have a ton, you know, when the Lord left, there's only 120 people in the upper room. I I love to bring that up because Mm -hmm. that just shows me that he's not, you know, concerned with big numbers. And so if, if, you have a handful of intercourt, I like to call them intercourt, You know, holy place mm-hmm. relationships. You know, not intercourt, holy place um, relationships. And you're dedicated to those relationships. You have to also understand that they're all different. And so, someone like Paul, Barnabas had to realize, okay, this guy is full of head knowledge. Mm-hmm. Remember, Paul says, "I studied. I was the uh, Under, yeah. Pharisee yeah. of the Pharisees. Right.
1: Pharisees. Yeah, I studied Under with Gamaliel. Gamaliel. Yeah, yeah,
0: one of the great teachers of of, of the day." So there's nothing that he under, Barnabas realized, okay, there's nothing scripture-wise I need to debate with this guy about. I need to get his heart. I need to get his, so I need to show him how I live. Right. You come come with me and live for a year in Antioch and let's walk Let's walk this thing out. I think that's, for someone like Paul, that's a powerful testimony, right? Oh, yeah. you, you don't see the right. scripture say Barnabas instructed Paul in the ways of the scripture. No, 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 he didn't need that. <laughs> Right. what he needed to mm-hmm. see was the the community of god lived out in his midst um mm. and so again but that required barnabas to be willing to be dedicated to that mm-hmm. relationship specifically and that's i don't know like i said I've, I've really just been on barnabas lately and it's just it's it's very powerful
1: you know you bring up a, you bring up the point of how barnabas you know truly sought after saul in in that in that very beginning and I'm what's coming to mind right now is just how Barnabas had to the currency he had as an apostle, he was sacrificing, possibly giving up a title. And I'm just making making this it kind of this thought mm-hmm. is just coming to me as now. So Forgive me if it doesn't come out um, completely right, but he's he the currency that Barnabas had as an apostle to seek after a Pharisee that you're talking about some type of uh, bridging of two uh, of a of two banks over a mighty river. And my that's the way my head come how it comes out. So trying to build that bridge, it does take some sacrifice, and you may be looked at. You know weird as as people are like what are you doing you're going after you that would be tantamount from for us now trying to seek out to seek out a brother in iran who has all the head knowledge of, of of christianity right and we're american so i look at that and and that's how how hard i think barnabas loved the lord and said you know what I'm going to do this no matter what. And we are the benefit benefactors of that because Paul w- wrote what? 80% of the new script yeah. of the new Testament. Yeah. So here we are
2: <laughs> talking about this relationship. Uh huh. And to piggyback on what you were uh, making note of uh, Bert is I feel like um, Barnabas actually filled in the, the gap of showing the love of the Lord to, to Paul, because in the same way that Paul persecuted the, the believers back then and they kind of ostracized him and pushed him away if you will because the signs of the things that that Paul had committed the right the they were probably scared exactly. of him exactly yeah. so the love of the lord just embodied in Barnabas to Paul to kind of like build him back up cuz you know he is, it would've been very easy to for Paul to feel very condemned for the acts that he did oh yeah if you
0: were commissioned to murder people for years and then you come to that faith although the lord has already shown himself to you on the road to damascus there's still that humanity Mm -hmm. there that's like oh my goodness i mean think about how we feel after just one you know transgression Mm -hmm. just like you know (laughs) we just kind of slip up a little bit you know we 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 can go in the dumps for a while imagine having that baggage so no that's a very good point goo all that baggage that he could have possibly had from all of the stonings
2: yeah, and all, all the, the legal right to actually kill believers. Right. So
0: when you see the the that example, then it, it helps you better understand. So in Acts 16, right? So when you look at Acts chapter 16, mm-hmm. so Paul then comes to Derby and Lystra. And in Derby and Lystra, there's a disciple there named Timothy.
1: Mm-hmm. Someone who
0: again who's already a believer. And it says that, that his mother was Jewish, but his father was Greek,
1: right
0: which you know is a way of saying his father was an unbeliever so his mother was a believer and his father was an unbeliever but right. the brothers in Lystria and Iconium spoke very well of Timothy and so mm-hmm. Paul sees Timothy and feels that he should accompany him again, making it official. So he, mm-hmm. But but now he but now it helps us to understand he already has the example of how to do this the blueprint if you will. he has down. the blueprint Barnabas mm-hmm. gives him the blueprint in eleven in Acts eleven so now mm-hmm. this is not coming see we've always isolated this uh-huh. like Paul yeah. just shows up in Derby and Lystra hey you let's go no he sees a brother who could use the encouragement of one to represent the father to him specifically. Right, your your father's an unbeliever. You're a <laughs> disciple, so it's clear that your mom has been putting in work. Praise God for yeah. mothers, right? Right. But exactly. Just just like men are limited, women are also limited, and that needs to be said. You know, for as much as women love to do in the nurture and the care, they have right. to recognize the limitations. Right. Um, and I think a lot of women do that. Um, so God sends Paul to be the specific representation to Timothy of the capital H father capital right. f not capital h i'm thinking heavenly it's father. all right i'm thinking <laughs> we knew heavenly where you were going. saying father <laughs> capital h how about capital h capital f there we go heavenly father as a specific representation um to him and so that's when you see he comes he says you need to accompany me on my journeys and the rest is history but he got the blueprint from Barnabas, which for me, that's just a very powerful thing to see it kind of matriculate progress yeah. to really grow. And then, I mean, remember what he tells Timothy in the epistles. Now, you go to these areas and appoint yep. elders. Yep. So it's clear that Timothy would have then continued that same blueprint. Yeah. You go into a town, you live with brothers, sit with them, build with them for a year, years, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. However long it However takes. long it takes, yeah. exactly. And you continue to replicate this. And that is the way in which the relationships, you know, one of the things we've been um, talking about, Bert, is how the relationships are the building blocks, you know. We kind of jump to these big things, the house of God and the body of Christ. And those are very big, large things that we really don't fully grasp. We say it, but we really don't fully grasp it because it's so big. I mean, how big is the universal body of Christ? It's millions of people. How big is the house of God, both living and dead? humongous Mm -hmm. billions Billions, quadrillions whatever number you could think of those are those are things we can't what i need to be faithful to is you know what let me be faithful to the one and the two and the three (laughs) let me be faithful here right instead of trying to jump to these large ominous things that i really cannot fully grasp rather than you know what i have three or four or five relationships that god has clearly put in front of me let me be faithful to these. All right.
2: Let's start with my small sphere of influence that I can help exactly. build up and and contribute to growth in their life, and then so they can continue the pattern forward.
1: You know, which strikes me, everything we're talking about here is is a cultural dynamic within the kingdom. And just now, I'm looking through as the two scriptures we've got kind of gone over. One, Barnabas received the revelation of Jesus Christ. That meant he was Hebrew by birth, what, and he received a new revelation. Paul was the Pharisee among Pharisees, <laughs> and what the father did there was, okay, I'm going to start reclaiming some of the culture of, of, of what I've started at the beginning of time for, for this creation. And then that same cultural blueprint went from hebrew to jewish to now we're talking about timothy whose father is greek so you're you're looking at how the father's saying you know I, i'm going to move between cultures man's categorization of each other and i'm going to reclaim this because i have a kingdom culture and this is the blueprint that i'm going to use and it is continually replicating itself in, even till today so i just yeah. that's just something that came out of the mm scriptures as I was reading them. this stuff is
0: uh for me this stuff is amazing man it is. <laughs> and honestly it's it's helped to to refocus me personally mm-hmm. when you really think okay the the Lord doesn't need me individually to try to build the entire, the entire house kingdom. of God yep. like the mm-hmm. entire kingdom is not built by me individually what is built by me is the relationship that he's given me. Wow! Thank you for removing that weight off of my shoulders. You know, so for for anyone listening, the Lord d- does not need you individually. <laughs> Want to say that one more time? To build the whole kingdom yourself, it is a collection of clusters of people and families and relationships that are the mm-hmm. building blocks that God will assemble. It says that He will assemble and build a house. And remember,
1: we're not the head. We're not Jesus Christ. We cannot do this on our own. Right. We are limited by time, space, and ability. They're just in the creation of all creatures, we're the lowest. So there's yeah. no way we can do all of this on our own.
0: <laughs> Amen. So there, there you have it. Yeah. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. So <laughs> we don't know what you know, what 2019 is going to bring, if we're going to keep talking relationships or not. But um, these these discussions have been rich. Um, we hope that you have gotten a lot out of it and we, we hope that you can put these things to practice. You know, ask the Lord to you know show you the, the, the handful of relationships that you can be faithful to and don't be afraid to have that officiality. I told you I'm, I'm, I'm using that word, you know, <laughs> draw that line in, in the sand with those relationships because ultimately it's bringing things to the light it is you know it is bringing things to, you know bringing things to the light so and sometimes that's a good thing you know we think about that in a bad way bringing things to the light god's going to you know oh my god it's all my about sin. a sin bad judgment yeah. right <laughs> but sometimes god wants to acknowledge uh-huh. something so he'll bring it to the light he'll bring it to the forefront you know going back to the barnabas and paul example remember they're praying god brings them to the light set aside yeah. for me Paul and Barnabas for the work in which I've called them to. So, you know, sometimes we bring things to the light. Hey, the Lord is connecting us. Why don't we seek this, you know? Let's 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 follow this out. Let's follow out what the Lord is already doing. All right. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, don't don't be afraid, don't be prideful. If you see the Lord is connecting you with someone, pursue that thing. Yeah. Pursue, you know, pursue what God is pursuing. And sometimes that means maybe pulling back from things God is not pursuing. Right. Right?
2: right, right. And I think also being able to see and understand what that specific relationship will unveil of what it is going to be. What's the relationship? Is it going to be there? going to be foreign to me. Is it going to be a mutual thing? Am I going to have to spend a lot more time with this individual? Whatever the the way that the relationship builds out to be, you know, let it be just that until you know instructed otherwise. Yeah,
1: right. That's a good point. I think, and it goes back to what we started the at the beginning of the podcast. We must enter into these things with no expectation for ourselves. It's about the expectation of seeing the glory of the Father, and that's what I think we need. We also have to always honor when we talk about relationships. This relationship is the is about the glory of the Father and not the glory of man.
0: Yep. Amen. And you know I'm I'm starting to just see the the fruit of of these relationships, right? So where, you know, Paul can Paul can say to um, the believers in Corinth, if you read First Corinthians, I believe it's chapter three, he says, um, "I cannot come to you, but I will send my faithful son Timothy, mm-hmm. who knows my ways in Christ, right?" And you know, <laughs> encourages pretty much. If you've seen Timothy, you've seen me. That is the fruit of a rich relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. Think about how many people Paul knew. I don't mean just regular folk, I mean like believers, strong believers. Think about how many people he might have known. Just think about how many people he knew at the time, but yet and still he was able to refer one rich relationship, one strong, solid relationship. He didn't name any of the
2: other apostles. Yeah. He didn't name Titus or Philemon Uh at at the time. He might not have known them that well at the time. Um, and yeah.
0: so I, I think that these things are the ways in which the, the house of God is built. I don't know what it's going to look like when it's fully built. I've kind of, all right, Lord, you, you do that. You know, you, you build up the living stones together the way you see fit. I want right. to put my focus here on the ones and the twos in which, um, you have, you know, put before me to really be faithful to. Right. So that would be our encouragement, you know, for everybody listening, be encouraged that, um, If you see God beginning to put onus on something for you, pursue that thing out and don't be fearful. Don't be fearful of, listen, this is what it is. Do not be fearful of the potential to be rejected. There is a possibility that you may reach out to a person and you may be rejected. They may say, I'm not trying to hang out with you. Hey, be open to be rejected and and know that the Lord will comfort you, whether accepted Mm -hmm. or rejected, God will God will comfort you, but at least you were willing to be faithful to the thing in which you saw your heavenly Father highlight to you. you know, Amen. That's, that's that's our that's our ending thing
2: there. Yeah, be, let, let be, not, be faithful. Yeah, don't let fear be the obstacle that that prevents man. you to walking in the things that the Lord gives you.
0: Amen. Perfect love casts out all fear. So, Bert, we thank you so much, man, for joining us. Thank you. As I said before,
1: I'm I'm honored. always a pleasure man Uh, always good to talk to
0: you guys can't wait till we hang out together again soon so as always ladies and gentlemen um, again if you want to get on the Facebook group it's house the number two and the word house on Facebook Um, join in we'll be posting the the link to this episode and all the subsequent episodes on the Facebook group Um, and we do thank you for listening Um, as always we advance our father's kingdom one house at a time for Bert and Ragu, this is a Māori saying bye-bye. bye bye. Bye. Live institution, now that's some real talk, live right the execution, now that's some real walk, stay cool, cause outside my dude is real hot, got bodies outlined out here in real chalk. I left an institution, now that's some real talk, live right the execution, now that's some real walk, stay cool, Cause outside my dude is real hot, got bodies outlined out here in real chalk. The institution real talk. Living right the execution, real walk. And stay cool, stay cool. Cause it's hot outside. And get your body outline and chart. I left the institution real talk Living right the execution, real walk. And stay cool, stay cool. Cause it's hot outside. I get your body outline and chart. And stay cool, stay cool, Cause it's hot outside. Stay cool, stay cool. Cause it's hot. And stay cool, stay cool, cause it's hot outside. I get your body outlined in chalk.